Hi, welcome to the Jose Mark podcast show, Eerie Creatures, Myths or Legends. The Big Grey Man. Big Grey Man. Am Pierre Lemire Moray or Ben McDougall. The enduring myth of an extremely large Sasquatch-like grey figure covered in short hair, wherever the grey man ventures, he is occupied by a sense of irrational panic and dread. Though Collie, who vowed never to return to the mountain alone, saw nothing. Others were not so lucky in October 1943, when on 10-day leave, soldier Alexa Turnerin reached the summit of the mountain, and immediately noticed in swelling mist that the atmosphere became dark and oppressive. A fierce bitter wind whisked through the boulders. An odd sounding sound echoed in through the mist. A loud footstep it seemed. Then another, then another. A strange shape loomed up, receded, came charging at me. Without hesitation, I whipped out the revolver, fired three times at the figure. When it ca- when it still came up on, I st- I turned the hair down and head down a path. Well, more rational points of view to a possible sensation for this terrifying sighting. The back conspector, a rare atmospheric effect caused by the projection of your shadow on the mist and clouds, sometimes occupied by a rainbow called a glory. Both conspectors were sometimes seen witnessed on Ben McCurry, M-A-C-D-U-I, where conditions have been right, but might, but what might be a cause of fear that overcomes experience, climates, and certainties? Could fear terror be manifested, manifestation of ancient ancestral memories of homeheads from thousands of generations ago, or is it the mind's response to isolation and exhaustion? Could it be the place of its central spirit, its genius loci? Something unmanageable, so much larger than ourselves and our minds, struggles to comprehend, and replaces the avatar of a monster or a spectral presence. Or is it a fluke of the landscape that produces infrasound and other sensory data that just out of our reach? Black Shook The Black Dog legend is perhaps the most common local myth of Britain, but countries the counties of East Anglia one particular variant stands out, Black Shook, along the distant coastal paths of East Angler, among the graveyards by crossroads, its darkest forests, looks of fear, stirred first in early medieval mind. In Suffolk, this half-calfed, malevolent hound with a saucer-sized glowing red eyes is a harbour of doom and death. It often appears during electrical storms, such as the one that struck both the churches of Bong Grey, and Blaifberg on the same day in the exact same moment in August 1577, even scorched claw marks on a church door at Blaifberg, 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 B-L-T-H-B-U-R-G-H. These two fatalities, feeling a deep dread, all down the church in the midst of the fire, Hedge fire flew, and the passing onward to the queer, quiet. He we saw we saw people slew. Runs the old verse. Coo snaith.
Hugh Snaith is the Scottish Highland version of Black Snook, a wolf-like creature the size of a bowl, by colour dark green, lives in the cliffs of a rock and carries souls away to the afterlife. Another spectral found is sized eyes, a Sith, Sue Sith, C-U dash, S-I-T-H, howls three times. If you haven't reached a place of safety by the third bay, you are overcome by mortal terror and drop dead on the spot. Black dog of the burning nook. This peculiar subterranean version of the black dog prowls around a quiet leafy lane on the outskirts of Sheffield. A day appears from nowhere in the front of the cars and makes the engine stall. For some reason, it's only interested in the car passenger. Hound materialises into a grey mist if it is threatened. Hairy hands. A bunty nook dog isn't the only thing to materialise around vehicles between Troy Brook and Post Bridge in Devon. A long stretch of the B3212 runs a levitation folds of them, Dartmoor, where, once more, Wide open spaces contrive to give the traveller an almost claustrophobic sense of their self as a thing of little consequence in nature's grand order. There have been numerous reports of this stretch of road in presence, and on a number of occasions drivers, motorcyclists and cyclists have fallen prey to a mysterious pair of hairy hands that grab the steering wheel or the handlebar and attempt to steer the hapless traveller off the road. Beast of Bodmin, more. Numerous local sightings of the very large black cat are believed in some quarters to be a less spectral feeling and a more a real, very real pamphlet or puma, possibly a zoo escaping or legal release. Sightings of the beast of Bodmin more are the most famous examples of alleged wild cat sightings in Britain. A similarly alternative beast of Buckland from Aberdeenshire has been reported since the 1930s. Over Britain, all over Britain, big cats have been captured by shot or shot over years. Pumas in Scotland, Canadian and U.S. lynxes, a Seville, Seville, Seville or ocelot from the Isle of Wight, and a clouded leopard in Kent. It's believed that many of these, those captured, were domesticated to some extent. One of the Scottish pumas apparently enjoyed being tickled. Almond of Marwalan. It's not hard to imagine anyone taking the Almond of Marwalan at the end of a long, long stretch of our road lane. The small churchyard of Marwalan was a secret, sacred spot long before the 13th century church was built views over the mouth of the Helford River. Here, in adjacent woods, sightings of a flying creature, about five foot tall, half man, half owl, glowing red eyes, silver feathers, and crab-like claws. Tourists, sorry, since the 1970s. Oddly, all but one dozen of the so minor witnesses of the owl men, all girls or young women, most under 16. Spriggan of West Penrith. Cornwall is one of the homes of meagre imagery of supernatural creatures, including the Spriggan of West Penrith, a grotesquely ugly hobgoblin that guides the treasure of the burial mounds. 
but isn't averse to theft of human property or even human infants substituting them for changelings in their crib. Crazy spigons can be characterised as spiteful pixies leading travellers into swamps or over cliffs. The Nucky Livier. As disturbing as the spigons may be, the most terrifying creature of Britain's landscape is a resident from the opposite end of the country, around the Isles of the Orkley lives a skinless horse, human horse, being rage and pestilence. The Nucky Livier. N-U-C-K-E-L-A-V-E-E has the head of a man only far larger emerging from that queen body of rotting sewers exposed veins that run with yellow blood. Some accounts speak of legs on its flippers on it, flippers on its legs. This sea drilling base wilts crops with its breath makes livestock sick when it comes onto land smelling of burning seaweed is set to extract revenge. On any hopeless soul, unfortunate enough to witness his arrival, like many British monsters, if you want to escape from its dominant presence, you need to leap across a freshwater stream or a river. The Loch Ness Monster, freshwater, however, has its own monsters, and one of the most well-known of all is Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness holds a, as, as much freshwater as all the lakes of England, both combined, but a peat of the surrounding country makes it notoriously murky as the legends that surround the most famous character and most most of the photographs taken of it. Modern Scottish state lake monsters are often described as dinosaur-like, but before the discovery of dinosaurs, almost every large body of water in Scotland had a kelpie, which looked like the Osa Osea Danae Nukulevi had a horse like form. Kelpies may have been part of the culturally tell tradition to tell, keep children away from rivers in case the Kelpie got them. Grindylo, a water dwelling bogomith from Yorkshire, Lancashire, has long, scrawny arms and is framed for drowning children in bulks and pools. Jenny Goldteeth, similar to the Jenny Low, Jenny Goldteeth is a northern English river demon, green-skinned with long hair, sharp teeth. She pulls children or the elderly into water to drown them.